Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by these great sponsors. When you partner with Axon, you immediately gain access to a full range of products and solutions designed to meet the complex needs of today's grower. We carry all major brands and sizes of tires and wheels. We specialize in large diameter wheels for large equipment. We have one of the largest OEM replacement wheel inventories in North America. Known for extreme flotation setups, duals, and triples, we have wheels for all makes and models of tractors, sprayers, combines, and grain carts. If we don't have the wheel in stock, we'll custom build, sandblast, and paint in-house. There isn't a more vast inventory in North America dedicated to helping dealers move more iron. With facilities on the West Coast and in the heart of the Midwest, leverage our 230,000 square feet of indoor inventory to solve any problem a grower may have. Move more iron with Axon. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800 657 4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving higher time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving higher. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. I got the folks back here from Valley Transportation. I got Brad and Parker back. Guys, how you doing? Good, doing pretty good man it's uh almost christmas time so we've got all those fun things going on here all those fun activities that happen during this time of the year so you guys have your big christmas party planned out yet or you guys already had that uh we're not uh we're not having a super big one we're gonna we've got a little event next friday night with all the all the employees right on we're gonna move on next year i hope yeah Right on. Yeah, I like the uh sometimes there's there's been companies I worked for where Christmas party uh legends live forever and that's uh that's <laughs> sometimes you're sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad, you know. So <laughs> see what happens with those. Um so speaking of the holidays, we're coming up on that time of the year where you're gonna start seeing more and more activity as far as restrictions as far as when things are coming in and out. Parker, as you're looking at that time frame where we're at right now what are some of the things that are foremost on your mind right now yeah definitely you know we want to get our drivers home for the holidays and spend time with their family you know, we, we know they yeah. spend a lot of time out on the road away from home so it's always good to get them home and they're appreciative about it and um you know with, with that comes all the travel restrictions for for oversized loads and 
uh, you know, definitely throws a wrench into our you know, production, I guess you'd say. Um, you know, drivers can't run, you know, on holiday weekends and different things like that. And it kind of kind of delays a few things. Yeah, it sure does. And I think the other side of that, too, is in some of these areas where there's still a lot of road construction going on, you start seeing restrictions as far as when when and where they can go through those areas. And I guess talk a little bit about that when you start when you start looking at, you know, delays that may come from that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the road construction, you know, that's that's always a thing you got to kind of worry about. Right. But the holidays, you know, yeah, it, it adds to it for sure. So It does. Hopefully, you know, drivers stay safe on the road and, you know, keep keep everybody else on the road safe as well with all the extra traffic around the holiday season. Yep, it does get – I always have to drive I-80 from about, well, York, Nebraska, just – a little bit past, a uh, little bit west of uh, Lincoln, all the way across Nebraska, and till you get to Ogallala, where seventy six goes south into Denver. That's man, I tell you what. Before holiday and after holiday, you see why you see why they have some of those restrictions they have out there because it's just it's wall to wall people. Yeah, for sure. All right, Brad, as you take a look at you know, kind of going through twenty three here, looking into twenty four. What are some of the big concerns you have right now when you're looking at whether it's regulations or whatever it might be? What are some of the concerns you have for 24 right now? Well, I think uh, one of the big things is interest rates going to slow down the sales yeah. of this equipment. You know, um, we, we're, we've definitely seen it already. Think, things are slowing up in certain areas. Uh, you know, to to run through next year, I. I think with the election year coming up and, and the interest rate the way it is, it, uh, it it's possibly going to slow slow down a little bit, you know. So we've, yeah. we've seen a pretty good slowdown already. Maybe maybe a lot of people would say it's back to a little bit more like normal. But, uh, you know, some of the rates on the, on the dry van side have really, really taken a hit. Specialized and, and equipment side, not not so much. You know that, that there's just not the volume of trucks out there to cover that freight, like uh, like on the driving side. So they've got they've got yeah. way more uh, capacity now than they do freight, and uh, you're seeing that tighten up a lot. So yeah. going, going into next year, I think you know we're seeing we're seeing fuel prices drop some. Uh, crude oil prices came down. Eight and a half bucks in the last thirty days, you yeah. know that, that's helping a lot. So if if we can, you know, my my philosophy is we can keep fuel coming down and and get interest rates to back up a couple points. You know, next year might not be as bad as everybody thinks it's going to be. Yeah, and that's that's kind of my thought process there too. A little bit is that there's a lot of headwind right now, but I. I just don't think 24 is going to be as bad <clears throat> as bad as what some people are making it out to be. Um, we're already seeing on on the lending side for us. You know, you're looking at on the on the equipment side of it. Um, you're starting to see some some reduction in 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 uh, value and in, in uh, interest rates from from lenders. Right, you're starting to see a few a few things here and there. Now, the joke I did with the guy the other day was, you know, five percent interest sure sounds pretty good right now, and you know, yeah. if you can. If you could get get something back down there, I mean, you're really going to open up, and not which I don't think we're going to go from. I think we're almost eight percent. I think right now, if you look at the majority of equipment lenders out there, that they're going to drop the interest rate by three uh, three points between now and 
in any time soon. So, uh, you know, you're you're probably going to be stuck with something in that, you know, six and a half, seven range, maybe if the Fed does come in and say, hey, we're going to lower some rates and those kind of things. But it'll be interesting to watch how it plays out because, I mean, the the uh, stock markets and those kind of things have got this kind of built in that, oh, we're going to start seeing this happening. And what scares me about that is that when you, they don't see it happen, what happens to the market then? You know, and those those are some – that's the big outlier when you start having all these speculative money start popping into these things. Right, but that was, that was a 37 – it's like over 36.5 again, isn't it? Yeah, it's up it, there again. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's been going up quite a bit lately. Yeah. But they, they've got a lot. That's just how that, how it works, man. It's got so much stuff built into that that has to come true <laughs> for it to work. And then that, and then when it doesn't work, they, they flip that script pretty quick. So it's, yeah. it's a big thing. I think when you're... We're kind of positive, you know, thinking that, you know, one thing has been a little easier that, that we're getting drivers in the door, you know. And mm-hmm. I don't think there's as much uh, pressure out there for... For other people hiring, you know, so we're right. able to fill some seats and, and get get things uh, squared away on that side of the thing too. So we're hoping that we we fill up with drivers and, and we're able to maintain the workforce like we want it to be. You know, over the past three four years, we've had trouble struggling because there's so much uh, other competition for employees out there. So. I think that's yeah. kind of that softened a little, and, and people are looking for work again. Yeah, yeah, and it feels like the orders have really kind of been coming in steady lately too. I mean, our load count was kind of the highest it's probably been in you know two, three, four months, something like that. So, you know, that's a positive sign. You know, looking forward to hopefully, it, hopefully, it continues to be like that. Yeah. So last last podcast that we did, you guys brought up something, or Parker, you brought up something that was. Um, a little bit interesting to me, and I've been paying more attention to it now, and just kind of want to get to follow up with you, both you and Brad, both. But you talked about the brokerage firms that you're, you know, that were just like here one day and gone the next. They, you know, they kind of went bankrupt or whatever, and and next thing you know, they had all this freight booked, and then they got it all delivered. And next thing you know, you know, the, the drivers left holding a bag of 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 real good stuff there uh, because they didn't get paid, and they're, you know, they're wondering where their money's at and those kind of things. So. Is that still, you guys still seeing that as a problem? Is that getting worse or is that kind of leveling out or what are you seeing on that? I don't know if I've paid much attention to it since we talked about it. And I don't know if I ever finished reading that article, but I, I think it's still a, you know, I think it's still a real issue out there that, that, that uh, some of them are, you know, going mm-hmm. under and you know, just walking away from it. Yeah. You know, a lot of times those, those guys that don't have any assets, they don't have a lot of skin in the game. Right. So they, they, they're they're in and out of the game a lot, you know. So they, yeah. they grab as much money as they can, and then they don't pay anybody, and off off they go. You know? Yeah. One big thing, you know, with some of the brokers that we do, I mean, if they got a Miami or a Chicago address, you really got to pay attention to who you're dealing with. So they 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 just you know might go bankrupt here, start again in a week or two. Yeah. You just never. Know. Yeah, it's, I was just I was thinking about that the other day because I mean, there's those. Uh, what's that? There's like that website, like ShipX or whatever it is that you can go to, and you can get the you can get the guy that's either the, the over road trucker, or you can get the the guy with a, a Sprinter van, you know, and you can run it from place to place or type. You know what I mean? So I always yeah. 
I was thinking about that the other day because I was watching an old episode of I can't remember what it's called, Shipping Wars or whatever it was, where they're yeah, where they're hauling like the the most obscure possible thing they can find, and they're you know, yeah, it's crazy. You know, this fifty foot long acrylic fish tank we've got to get from Chicago to Miami. You know, like who the hell that? No one has that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the craziest thing on the planet. But I was just thinking about that the other day, and at this time of the year too, especially with trying to get those last minute things out, to where you can so you can get to, get paid and get things pushed out by the end of the year. That's got to be something that people are doing. So, I, I guess Brad, from your years of experience, when you what what are some of the telltale signs that you look for when you're working with brokers? Um, you know, just like for us, longevity, you know, that we know they've been around a while and, and, mm-hmm. uh, we've worked with them in the past and, uh, you know, somebody new coming into this market, if they're, if they're fresh and they got a new, new MC number, you know, mm-hmm. that they're brokering off of, you got to be real cautious because, because you don't know, you know, they could be great guys, but, but nine times out of 10, they're not going to make it work, you know? Right. So, there's there's a lot of a lot of guys out there that just jump in it, think they're going to make the big money, and they 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 make decent money, and then they blow it all, and they can't pay their carriers, and they don't keep track. Of them. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that uh, it becomes a problem. And I I always say you know, and, and we do too. We try to work with asset based carriers. Mm-hmm. You know, we we've got a brokerage company too, but we use it just to to help us manage our over overload of freight you know right so we'll we'll broker out to asset based carriers that that we know are good so mm-hmm. when you're when you're shopping for that type of thing and the brokerage thing is a hard thing to that's a hard game to play if 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 a broker's get, got a, the cheapest rate you got to ask yourself how how does he have the cheapest rate he's right. got to make he's got to make his cut and then he's got to pay somebody else to haul it Right. Something's not adding up. Yeah. 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 That's a, uh, that's a tricky one there because you look at, um, cause I, you know, sitting on my desk back when I was at the dealership, you know, you, you get people calling you in and, and they'd be like, Hey, we want to you know work with your freight company, you know, or with your freight guy and this, that another thing. And I'm like, you know, Hey, what's it, what's you, what are you charged to, to haul? You know, what's your load of mile for a combine or wait, what's your, um, this, that, or the other thing in there. When, and, and when they asked me, like, well, well, I mean, you have to give me the measurements on the combine. And then the next question is, does that fit on a flat deck? Or I'm like, okay, you're out, dude. You're <laughs> flat. No, it's not going to fit on a flat. I mean, it will, but still, still stay away from bridges. So you're going to be all right. Some customers, too, like, oh, I had, I had this lined up with the guy. Three, four weeks, he doesn't answer my phone calls. So uh, if you want to do it, go for it. And, you know, yeah. I'm glad to help on yeah and that you'd be amazed how many times that that's happened to me where you have a guy that you've you know they've done some stuff local guy you know type of thing you know just guy down the street got to, he has a truck you know whatever else and you call him gives you a price okay great i'll take it it's very competitive with what's going on around him. it's not like i'm the same way you know like you were talking about brad if you're a thousand dollars cheaper than the guy that's that's charging me twenty five hundred dollars and you're at 15 i got okay you, you're not going to just drive the machine to the guy, right? You're going to actually put it on a truck, right? So, so you know, you'll you'll see that, and they'll just disappear on you, and then they'll call you back, you know, two weeks after you, you know, finally went with the right people, and and you end up 
I mean, they, well, you know, my truck broke down and I couldn't, but, you know, go, well, that's, that's why we can't, I can't functionally work with you like that. You know, you either can or you can't. And I think that's the, not to, not to say that there aren't people like that to work with, but, you know, working with a guy, a group like Valley where you've got a few hundred trucks out there running around, you can, it's easier to make those kind of things happen. You know? Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. Um, when you guys are looking at trucks that you have on order and as they're coming out of the factory, is that pretty well caught back up to where things are kind of back to normal or is it, you still see a backlog there, Brad? I think that's pretty well caught up. I mean, you, you're yeah. starting to see these dealerships fill up with trucks again. Yeah. Empty. Uh, you know, I just, just come back from lunch. I drove by Peterbilt 20 minutes ago. I said, I said, it appears like there's not a problem getting trucks anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Quite a selection there if anybody needs one. So, yeah. Yeah, Car dealerships. I mean, equipment dealerships seem to be. Yeah. Yeah. I drove by our stuff around here locally and and, uh, I bought a new pickup a couple months ago and I'd looked all over the place trying to find one and, you know, no matter where I looked at, they were all about the same price and they all had about the same availability. And so I bought one here locally and I drove by there yesterday or the day before Cameron was, and they had, they had like two or three trucks when I was there to buy mine, right? That was always your choice. Here's the three trucks you can pick from and two of them were the same color. So I'm like, I guess I'll take the one that's not the same color. And, uh, now they've got the lots full, the the Ford place didn't even have anything new. It was all used. So they had got that filled back up. All the equipment dealerships are all full back up again. You know, you look what's going on there. When you are um, on the truck side, Brad, are you seeing where those used values and those kind of things are starting to starting to slide back down a little bit? Or are you still seeing a pretty strong used value out there for the trucks you guys are trading in? Used trucks drop quite a bit. Did they? Yeah, they, yeah. They so you take like like Taylor and Martin auctions and stuff like that. And we watch those pretty close. You know, those trucks have backed up substantially. So yeah, and they're back to kind of where they they were pre COVID. I think right. you know, before all this mess started, you know, they're <clears throat> they're back into reality numbers. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, so and that's and conversation. Go ahead. I think new new is going to drop off. I was actually with uh, one of the Kenworth reps here for lunch, and, mm-hmm. and uh, they're they're bracing themselves. They know their things are slowing down, and it's going to back up. And they're prepared to to start making deals again. You know, they're yeah. they're already talking about what kind of discounts they're going to give us, and you know, so things are things are coming back. To uh, and that that'll even get stronger as these lots fill up, and sure. those guys are they're paying eight and a half percent on their line of credit, and they got right ten yeah. million dollars of trucks sitting outside. Yeah, tends to make a difference. Yeah, that'll that'll definitely change some minds on yeah. on how fast they need to move something. And that's that's the same thing I've been talking to guys about too. I think where some of this misnomer of twenty four is going to be this gloom and doom time frame. It's just don't get me wrong. There's going to be some contraction in the marketplace for sure, hundred percent. But it's not so much that as it is things are just getting back to normal, you know. And and that's when you have three years of 
I've got it. And uh, if you want it, here's the price. Uh, and that's kind of how it works. Um, when that flips, um, it, people have a short memory of, of what, what normal used to be like, you know? So, yeah. so yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to watch it go. Watch it roll out. Um, Long-term wise, when you're looking at what you see out there as far as um, uh, what you're hauling the most of and those kind of things into what areas and those kind of what are you, what are you seeing the most right now? Are you seeing a lot of a lot of tractors moving around, or what? Are, what are you guys seeing the most being moved around? Between ag and construction, you know, we both we do both, and yeah, it's majority of what we haul. And it used to be, you know, four or five years ago, construction outweighed ag by a lot. And then the past few years, it's been vice versa. Um, having not to say that we're hauling anything less than than before, but you know, tractors. I mean, that that always move everybody. Sure. Um, sure. Been been doing some combines, quite a few bids on combines. You know, before long, planting equipment will start up again, and everybody getting ready for the spring. Um, yeah, majority of it tractors. You know, RXs, quad tracks. Uh, you know, just row crop tractors as well. So it seems like the majority of the stuff that I've been bidding lately has been you know tractors. Yeah. Yeah. So when you have Which, uh, easier to haul them combines, right? Yeah. So that's my next question. Are you talking? Row crop tractors, four wheel drives. Like, where, where, what's the, what's the, is there an even mix between the two? Like, where's your, what's your sweet spot on those tractors right now? Got so many things that <laughs> That's a, that's a good problem to have right there. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you get, get some compact tractors too. And sure. You know, there's a big market for the, you know, loader tractors, the six and seven thousand series tractors with loaders on and stuff too. So, um, but, you know, a lot of the eight R's and nine R's for sure. Right, right on. I always tell these guys, Casey. You know, it used to be the day we used to haul three tractors on one load. Yeah, you know, so we get a lot more done with one truck than we do today. Cause yeah, know, well, most generally we put one on and we're right up on the weight and ready to go. You know, so eight R three seventies and four tens, they're over forty thousand pounds. You have to shift a little separate on them now. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say you get to the point now you have a hard time just hauling three wheels in the same truck. So it's yeah, exactly. it's getting getting harder and harder as some of the stuff gets bigger and bigger. I mean, especially take a look at like uh, some of these class ten combines you see coming out. I mean, I mean, holy crap! You've got sixty, seventy thousand pounds. Yeah, just sitting there, and then you still got to do something with the duels, you know. And you, you know, so that's a really nice to go from combines out of the factory because there's no tires. They just they crane it onto your trailer and you drive. Yeah, so out at the farm, you know, it gets to be it gets to be a little bit more tricky. Yep, for sure, for sure. I think that's probably a good place to stop. Brad, you got any final thoughts you want to throw out there before we close down? No, I don't think so. I just uh, wish everybody a merry Christmas and hope the holidays are good, and we look forward to next year. Right on, Parker. You got anything you want to throw out there? No, same deal. You know, merry Christmas, happy New Year, and uh, you know. Uh, Hopefully, if you got some stuff that you need to move before the end of the year, give me a call, and I'll see if I can make something happen for you. Right on. Brad, if folks want to reach out to you and get more information about what you're doing, what's the best way to do that? Uh, 800-657-4910 or my email, bgraph at valleytransinc.com. Right on. Parker, how about you? Yeah, give me a call at 800-657-4910 or shoot me an email at pjohnson at valleytransinc.com. Right on, guys. Well, I appreciate you guys and uh, what you've done over 23 with me here and look forward to working with you again in 24. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks Casey. <laughs>
Right on, guys. I'm Casey Seymour with Moving Iron Podcast. Check me out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. Go to LinkedIn at Moving Iron Podcast. Go to Snapchat, TikTok, and I think I don't know where else I'm at, but that's Moving Iron Podcast too. And then go to uh, go to YouTube, see the video version of this at uh, Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel, and then go to Moving Iron LLC for everything Moving Iron related. So with that, I'm Casey Seymour with Brad and Parker. Smooth smart, folks. When you partner with Axon, you immediately gain access to a full range of products and solutions designed to meet the complex needs of today's grower. We carry all major brands and sizes of tires and wheels. We specialize in large diameter wheels for large equipment. We have one of the largest OEM replacement wheel inventories in North America. Known for extreme flotation setups, duals, and triples, we have wheels for all makes and models of tractors, sprayers, combines, and grain carts. If we don't have the wheel in stock, we'll custom build, sandblast, and paint in-house. There isn't a more vast inventory in North America dedicated to helping dealers move more iron. With facilities on the West Coast and in the heart of the Midwest, leverage our 230,000 square feet of indoor inventory to solve any problem a grower may have. Move more iron with Axon. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving iron.